Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. 1 John chapter 5 verse 18. In the Old Testament story of Balaam and the Israelites, we see the clear reality that the devil has no power over a pure, righteous, and holy people. God had given the Israelites his words and commandments with the promise that as long as they obeyed them and served him and him only, the enemy would not be able to touch them. This proved very true as the diviner Balaam was summoned to curse God's anointed, but he could not do it. Balaam, knowing that his powers came from divination, or the devil, knew that he could not touch those who had no sin, God's anointed and holy people. So he plotted with the king, to set a spiritual stumbling block before the people, that they might be tempted to fall into sin, knowing that sin separates us from God and brings a curse upon us. It takes us out from under the covering. It separates us from God and brings a curse upon us. But furthermore, it removes God's protection from us, allowing the enemy to reach us in all of his fury, where before he could not. Further proving the point of our opening verse, that when a person is walking in true holiness, obeying God and abstaining from sin, the enemy has no dominion over them. He cannot touch them unless God allows it for the purpose of using them to bring forth a message or for tricking the devil into position for some divinely pre-planned checkmate moment that will bring God greater glory. An example of this would, of course, be the crucifixion of Jesus. Therefore, can we rest assured that as long as we are serving God with our whole heart, abstaining from sin and living holy lives, that we not bring reproach upon the holy name of Jesus Christ, then the devil cannot touch us. For we are under the protection, the hoopah, the covering of the almighty hand of God. And knowing this, we can rest assured that whatever comes our way is in and of God's perfect will and plan for us and be at peace with it. Psalms chapter 23 verse 3 tells us this, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I say all of this to you today to make this point abundantly clear. That though, yes, we will go through trials and hardships, and it may seem at times that God has even given up on us, or is absent, or that somehow the enemy is overcoming us. But the truth is that as long as we stay true to God through it all and sin not, or come to him in true humble repentance when we do mess up, then he will work it all out for our good and the greater glory of his holy name and kingdom. So don't lose faith. Remember that unless you choose to return to sin or to walk away from him, then the enemy cannot touch you. And if he even dare to try, then God himself will fight for you. Be victorious and cause a testimony to come forth from it that will build the faith of all that see and hear of it. If God has allowed it, then God will work it out for his glory and for the good. So give him glory in advance and watch him work it all out in miraculous ways. And no matter what it looks like, continue to praise. Don't be afraid. Instead, boast on the Lord. Magnify his name even in the fires. And like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, only the lies of the enemy will be burned. Boast on the Lord, not only for what he has done, which brings him a little glory, but for what he will do when it seems so impossible for him to do it. For this brings him the greater glory. After all, is anything too hard for our God? First Chronicles chapter 16 verse 8 says this, Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wonderful works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Israel, his servants, ye children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Be ye mindful always of his covenant, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, even of the covenant which he made with Abraham, and of his oath unto Isaac, and hath confirmed the same to Jacob for a law, and to Israel for an everlasting covenant saying, Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance. When we were but so few, even a few, and strangers in it. And when they went from nation to nation, and from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. O oh, sing unto the Lord all the earth. 
Show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathens, his marvelous works among all nations. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are but idols, but the Lord he is the one who made the heavens. Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give unto the Lord, ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his holy name. Bring an offering and come before him and worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Of the attacks they may come they may come by men and they may come by demon but they will not prosper for no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises against us we shall condemn for this is the heritage of the children of the lord we will give praise and glory unto him who is our strength our shield and our buckler and we will speak it forth with all authority to every power and principality touch not the lord's anointed second corinthians chapter 10 verse 17 tells us this but he that glorieth let him glory in the lord for it is not he that commendeth himself that is approved but whom the lord commendeth lord it is not by our own will skill ability or intellect but it is by your spirit and we will not try to self-promote or validate our own abilities, but we will lift up the name of Jesus, Yahshua, the Holy Righteous One of Israel, the one who saves us, the one who empowers us, the one who leads us, guides, directs, forgives, and cleanses us. He is our redemption, our hope, our strength, our salvation, and he is the source of our anointing. The word Christ means the anointed one. And it is only because that he lives on the inside of us that we carry the anointing. Therefore, when God says, touch not my anointed, he's saying, don't lay your hands on my son. And when we yield ourselves to his spirit and allow him to use us, then what the enemy does to us, he does to the lion of the tribe of Judah. And don't think for a moment that the father won't swing the rod of his authority in defense of his children if the attacks come and they seem to be prospering for a moment just wait the Lord's setting up his checkmate because God assures us that it will work out for the good so if it doesn't seem good yet he's not done he's still working keep the faith and keep praising keep seeking the Lord keep growing keep learning from it because sometimes what seems like an attack is actually just training and sometimes what looks like defeat is god setting up the enemy to be put to an open shame because his weapons they cannot prosper not in this life or in the next the enemy has already been defeated what he does now is simply piling up coals a fire upon his own head for the day of judgment. You just stand in the power of the Holy Spirit and be a witness of it. So Lord, even in the fires and in the storms, 
We praise you. We sing glory to your name. We magnify you. We give you thanks. We put our faith and our hope and our trust in you. And we remind ourselves of your goodness. That your mercies are new every morning. That you are faithful to the end. That what you have promised you will accomplish. That you are faithful to your covenants even unto a thousand generations, that nothing is too hard for you, that you poured out the resources of heaven and gave its greatest treasure for our redemption. What will you not give? What will you not do for your remnant? Oh Lord, we stand and we praise and we give you all thanks and we stir up that faith and that confidence that you have already spoken your righteous judgments. And you have said, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Oh Lord, we stand in alignment and agreement with you. We stand at the side of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Oh Lord, we know that your roar is not against us, but the roar of the lion is with us. Therefore, we will not fear not the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in night. For our God, the mighty warrior, he is the one that fights our fight. Therefore, we cannot lose. Yes, he does things in ways that the world does not understand. His ways are so far above the concepts of man, but they are perfection. And we know that all things will work out to the good of those who love and serve and fear and tremble before him. That they will never be put to shame. That he himself will stand for them. So let us continue to praise in faith. Putting our confidence not in our own strength or ability but in his faithfulness. And in his goodness. And in his great love for us and let that trust in that love cast out all fear to know that he is for us and not against us and if he is for us then who can stand against us no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises against us we shall condemn for this is the heritage of the children of the lord but he himself will validate his precious remnant Lord, we thank you today that you are the one that fights for us. That your eyes are continually on the righteous and you bear record of everything that happens to them. And there will be a reckoning when you pay out to every man according to his works, the deeds that he has done. Oh, I fear for them who have dared to stand against your decree. To be so bold as to try to stand against the anointing. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.